everyone. Welcome to Tabletop Escapades. We have a little bit of a different show for you today. Uh, we've been so busy with PSX, Game of the Year Awards, so many things going on, that unfortunately we have not yet been able to get together and record a full batch of Tabletop Escapades. We're going to do that this weekend, so get ready. A whole nother month's worth of Tabletop Escapades is coming. So to fill in... Anime filler here. Uh, this is totally yeah. <laughs> definitely filler. Anime filler. We're going to do a recap episode for Tabletop Escapades. All the time I get messages from various things. Uh, people saying they don't know what's going on or they're too intimidated to jump into the show. This will quickly get you Neither caught up we. on the story. Yeah, we don't know either. So this, is, this will help us as much as it will help you. Ben, there's actually a Naruto episode where yeah. they go into a room and they say, Tell us the status of the battle. Yes. And he goes, okay, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. Oh my. <laughs> this is that Naruto episode. That was my yeah. primary inspiration. At least it's not a clip show. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, at least we're not showing actual clips. No. No, yeah. we're going through it. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make Recap. it fun. Chat. It's going to have that tabletop escalates flavor. Um, I'm going to have everybody introduce their characters to start us off. But before we do that, I have a big special thanks. Um, the, the notes that I'm using were derived from uh, NeoGAF user Labrinian Rebel, who was kind enough to type up a multi-page too. summary of everything that's been going on on Tabletop Escapades. Wow. So I am definitely very cribbing cool. him from him or her. Thank you very much right for that work. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's introduce the cast of the characters, the thing that makes the show special. We're going to start there right next to me, oh. Bradley Ellis. I'll do RP. Who do you too. play? Yeah. My character name is Nakata. World famous thief, kind of a klutz. Ooh. But I got big dreams, and I'm willing to do anything to make them happen. Well done. <laughs> so Brad's really developed that character. Yeah. yeah. Brad's grown a lot. Compare that to episode one. Yeah, yeah, very much. That's Brad... Good. We're all very proud of you. Yay! <laughs> Ian Hink, what is your character? Um, my name is Therese Brightwood. I'm an elf warlock, uh, but I was raised by humans. I'm only 28. Um, when I was a, a, a child, my researcher human parents uh, were doing a lot of research. I snuck in and was looking at their research, and then something happened. I blacked out, saw strange, horrible things, and when I came to, everyone was dead. Um... But just recently, I saw a creature that looked sort of like something I saw back then, so maybe it wasn't all my fault. Who knows? Torture Therese. Torture Damn. Therese. Punish Therese. <laughs> Punish Therese. Michael Huber, uh, I'm going to have a special request of you. You're the only uh, member on the couch that's actually been through two characters, so if you could briefly describe both. Uh, my first character was Law. He was the Law. <laughs> Originally, he originally, uh, he was framed for the murder of Prince Ragnar, and uh, he traveled around and tried to uh, distill peace uh, among places and try to find the good in people, uh, to a fault, I would say, and uh, during a huge battle, he just wanted to see the Baron... So he stayed behind. Whoa, whoa, don't skip ahead. He's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. Yeah, dwarf he's monk. a dwarf, he's dwarf monk. monk from China. Yeah, from China. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get into some of this. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, so. Yeah, don't do story. Just yeah, th do things didn't work out for law. And then uh, my second character is Pauper. <laughs> <laughs> Pauper is a dragonborn uh, cleric. Uh, and he's very, very young. He's 15 years old. And uh, he doesn't really know much about the world. Sounds like Obama. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Obama Pomper. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, he's just trying to um, close a portal uh, or or seal away a uh, demonic entity that he keeps having visions of. Oh, excellent! That's the backstory. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that demonic entity? No, it's gone. <laughs> He has actually said this before. Not making it up. Oh on the no, spot. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, we have Kyle Bossman. Oh, my character is Yogalis Satarius. He's a human street wizard. Mm-hmm. Grew up on the streets. Learned magic by just reading one old novel over and over for his novel. entire sorry magic book. Yeah. Uh, for his entire life, barely understands the entirety of it, but has kind of gotten the grasp of a few pages. Lives in the sewers. The wind in the willows. I. I do want to ask you uh, quickly about the the cat that you have the deepest attachment to. Uh, Zizi. Uh, Yogala is known as... Zizi. Uh, he likes to do cat races. Uh, he makes some money doing that. Normally, uh, some sort of trickery involved with the cat races. It's hard to win them uh, regularly. Consistently, it's hard to win. It's a cat race, so you kind of have to cat use whatever story. advantage you can. Mm-hmm. Cat races is a sight to behold. Uh, before we get into the summary here, the one quick thing I want to say, we're actually not doing, uh, for when we did Tabletop Adventures, we also did a recap. We had a bunch of glorious fan art uh, to go along with the video, and it was wonderful. But I actually want to give people a chance, because we just kind of did that. I want to give people a chance. We're going to do a whole separate fan art video that we're going to compile and kind of show off you guys. Ooh. Because you guys have done... Seriously, really incredible fan it's, art, it's and I don't want anybody to miss that opportunity. So, if you have ever drawn something for Tabletop Escapades, if you want to, if you have ideas and you want to draw something for Tabletop Escapades, please, I'm going to compile these all in one spot, so send them to this email address, askeasyallies at gmail.com. I'll say that again at the end of the recap. All right, so to go in very, very brief summary keep in mind cliff notes version i don't want to overwhelm new viewers uh but the world that you guys are in is the world of esrim okay and the important thing to remember about the history of esrim is there are two uh continents so there's there's the place where you guys are and then there's also bulvak okay and Bulvak is where the Nightingales come from. They're a multiracial group um, that invaded from across the sea. The Sea of Flames, the reason it's called the Sea of Flames uh, is the green and red dragons used to rule the world. Okay, so they were the, they were sort of the all-powerful creatures and other races came into to being. Uh, green dragons didn't care about them. Green dragons just kind of thought they were above other races and liked to be secluded, didn't want any conflict, just wanted to be left alone. Red dragons enslaved everyone and became overlords. Um, And eventually they started encroaching on green dragon territory. That caused the war. They lit the sea on fire between the two continents. That is why it is called the Sea of Flames. But your adventure starts with a resistance group. And your resistance group, you start, you, <laughs> you started in a forest. Do you guys remember? Yeah. All the way back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I remember some things for sure. Those assassins. Yep. I'm trying to catch arrows. And you, you start in a cart with a man named Lars. Oh, mm. Lars. What did Lars have? Grain. grain. Much grain. We didn't know, I don't think we knew this at this point. I was just telling him it was all his fault in his mind over and over again. For yep. no real reason other than just because I was depressed, so I wanted him to be depressed. 
And well, then he got shot through the face. Yeah, Lars didn't. Lars, Lars didn't make it very <laughs> long. He did get. He, you and guys then were, we found out that he had. Then, grain. We found yeah, out then he you found grain. out that he had grain. And <laughs> for some reason, we latched on to grain. I, I don't believe you guys ever fully connected the grain with the 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 story. No, we left that behind. Uh, yeah. Someone was like shipping it. Yes, it was. It was like nefarious. Like, but it wasn't mystical. It was just. It was like someone was. Sending supplies to the Nightingales or to a rebel group or something. Can I can I uh, reveal what happened to Lars very quickly? Yeah. 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 All right, but, so. but before you do, the best part is sometimes Ben like will will say something a certain way, and I may or may not like read it correctly or incorrectly. So I think when you you like mentioned the grain, yeah, you said it in a way to where I was like. That grain, yeah, super important. You started stuffing yeah. it in your injuries. Huber thought yeah. it was like mystical yeah. grain, yeah. And like, it was like just to just to be clear, Lars had grain. He's like, yeah, yeah. And we were all like, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. the the grain ended up being like it was meant to just be a one episode thing. It ended up going for several arcs. It was used in ways that injured you and the people around you. Yeah, so that grain cat. grain is a thing. It was very important. Uh, but the story behind Lars is <laughs> he was actually working for the Nightingales, and his, oh. his goal was to uh, play, basically be a double agent. Oh. So, so it was all his Could fault. we have saved Lars, or was he dead? You, no, you could have. You could have saved Lars. It would have been, it would have been very difficult to do. But if you'd saved Lars, you actually would have gotten this information out of him and gone a totally different direction. But the Nightingales, uh, now that they had a bead on you... And on Virian, who actually sent you on this mission in the first place, huh. uh, and you're working for his rebellious organization. <laughs> um, yeah, he he was he was actually accidentally killed. Oh, so the, Lars? the yeah, yeah. So the Nightingales were actually trying to kill you, Therese. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So whoops. Yeah, that was going on. Lars is double agent. Uh, <laughs> anyway, when you get through the cave, you find a bunch of kobolds. Do you guys remember this? The kobold lair, yeah, I and there the kobolds were actually being experimented on. All oh, right, yeah, by the nightingales. Yes, and uh, you find some crucial information here. Do you remember the black goo? Can yeah, you quickly yeah. tell me about the black goo. I remember I stuck my dagger into one pile yeah. of black goo, and it like, kind of like, not ate the dagger, dagger, but like kind of like sucked it in and dissolved it or whatever. Yep. Seemed like bad news. It burns. Lost a dagger. Black yep. goo burns. Yeah, yeah, stay away from it. Yeah. And it's like, it's what the nightingales, what happens to the nightingales when they die. They turn into this goo. Right. So the nightingales were actually experimenting on the kobolds to this, this black goo is a type of necromancy. And there are warlocks within the nightingale order that are sort of at the top of the nightingale order. And what they do is all of sort of the foot soldiers, the things that you guys have commonly encountered, are infused with this black goo, and they're constantly trying to make it stronger. And that's what makes the Nightingale so powerful, and that's what gives them their abilities. The Warlocks. Nice. Cut them off from the head. Yeah. Cut them off from the head. I feel like we're learning too much. Yeah. Use a crowbar to uh, to jam their mouth open. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys found some corpses of Nightingales. That was a pivotal bonding moment, I felt, for Law and Why was it a pivotal bonding moment? It's like the first time I felt like we really worked together. Yeah. Mm We were going to figure it out. He he had like he was trying to get intelligence, and I was trying to get money. Yeah, yeah. so it was beneficial for both of us. Yeah, that was also a pivotal bonding moment for mm-hmm. Therese and uh, Yogala because we went through 
the uh, whole little facility together, and they weren't with us for some no. reason. And then that's when we met Moof, the Cobalt. So we're gonna we're gonna get to Moof in just a second yeah. because Moof Moof plays a pretty important part in the story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one better or worse. Yeah. Poor Moof. What, sorry, what did you say? For I said be- poor move. Oh, yeah. For better uh, or worse, poor move. Yeah. Kyle, uh, I always think of, when I think about the kobold section, I think of... The sick flame spell? The burning hands. That yeah, was the that was moment sick. you oh, first yeah. used it, and yeah. you, uh, you wreaked a lot of havoc. Um, you also found out that the nightingales have weird skeletal structures. That's all I'm going to say about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, anyway, you do, at the end, uh, you find sort of this ferryman, and this ferryman is a kobold, and what he does is he's kind of he's a, kind of the runt of the litter. He's not strong enough to take the experiments of the nightingales, so he's kind of doomed to be picked on and uh, ferry the nightingales between oh, no. this hideout and uh, the city of Heathensburg. And uh, <laughs> Moof... How did you guys encounter Mufa? What was sort of your initial impression of him, real quick? He was, like, standing alone by the boat, right? Yeah, he was And he shaking. was really pathetic and cold. Yep. I felt sorry for him, I yeah, think. Yeah, I pitied him. I pitied him. I don't know if me Yugala and Yugala didn't trust did. him. I was just like, who's this? Who yeah. cares? Yugala <laughs> thought he was disgusting. Yeah, he was very aggressive about I it, saw, I feel like. I saw greatness in Moof. <laughs> Law, Law did. Yeah. Law did, yeah. Like, one day, Moof would be the key to it all. <laughs> the key... <laughs> Law had a lot of funny ideas. <laughs> um, so you guys sort of befriended Moof, and uh, you went on the boat, and you started going across the river, and uh, sort of about halfway, I guess, to Heavensburg, you ran into a fishman named oh Kuo. My God. And Kuo uh, was kind of like a troll under the bridge situation, where <laughs> he wanted to kind of stick you guys up yeah. and uh, take you for everything you had, but that didn't happen that way. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. What went down? I think we stabbed an eyeball. Uh, Kyle shot a magic missile at him. Into his uh, eye. And I punched him in the other eye. Yeah. So we blinded him. But then... And uh, he was on the ropes. He was ready to die. Yeah. yeah. But then They were Law, ready to kill him. Yeah. And then Law diffused the, the situation, situation. With yeah. a spectacular critical Roll, success. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and Kuo befriended us and decided to come along Partied with us. Up. Yeah, he was our fish pal. Partied up with us. So then we had two little hangers on. Moof and Kuo... Fellowship. Blind fish man and mm-hmm. a runty little kobold. It was, uh, the crew was already motley, but he, yeah. at this point it was kind of yep. Ragtag. Ragtag, yeah. sure. I like it. Um, so you go to Heathensburg, and the reason you're going to the city, you actually have a purpose for going to the city. You're not just going because. Uh, you want to talk to the Baron. Yeah. And you want some help with the rebellion so you can take down the night. That was our job. That was our job. job. Yeah. Deliver a message. We just needed to deliver yeah. a message to the Baron yeah. that they needed weapons or something back in the other... No, they needed, they needed help. Oh, yeah. It, what it, town it, was the other town it, called? This is Heathensburg. No, what was the one we came from called? Uh... London, Londonburg, yes. Londongrad? London, London, London Guard, sorry, not Londongard. Londongard, it is Londongard, yeah. thank you. Londongard. We haven't talked about Londongard in a long time. That's the town we, that we came from. Yeah. That Yogala and I came from. Yeah. Londongard's not in a yeah. great sp- spot right now. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted to mention it, because I knew we find out what happened to it. Um, but Law is concerned about Kuo. And he wants to get him healed. Yeah. So You're he right. goes. He goes to, to goes to uh, uh, the church. The church to get healing. <laughs> also, his foot. I think he heals his own his foot. Oh, his foot. Because yes, right. he shoved a bunch of grain. I in tried yes. to. I tried to plug the wound. <laughs> it, it went badly. Went very badly. Got yes. affected almost immediately. So we go in and um, 
somebody slammed, I think it was Nicator, slammed the door open. Yeah, no, I kicked it open. <laughs> kicked the door open and immediately set off everyone in the church. They Flipping. were on edge. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind that the, uh, the town of Heavensburg did not take kindly to Kuo. Yeah, no, this fish they, man yeah. walking around. Yeah. yeah, they did not like Kuo. So, him. despite Nicator kicking the door open, Law defuses the situation, said it was the wind. <laughs> um, they were like, whatever, whatever. They were still on edge, though. Yeah. Uh, and they healed us. They healed Kuo. <laughs> and said, never reluctantly. Come back. Reluctantly. reluctantly. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, said, never come back. Never come well, back. Well, Law came back. Uh, but <laughs> before times. we get there, there was another, there's another event with Kuo, uh, that, that is very, very important. Uh, you go to a tailor cause Kuo's eye is all messed up. He can't see. Yes. So you go to a tailor, get an eye patch for Kuo. Right. Uh, and this actually ends up becoming a very important moment, uh, very. because an they... embroidered eye patch with all of us on it. Dude, do you yeah. remember the first suggestion was that it's for it to have a spike on it? Yeah. 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 You can headbutt people. <laughs> the, the tailor has many, many, many cats as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the cats ends up eating the ball of infected grain that came from Law's foot, mm-hmm. and it ends up hurting the cat. And so Law goes back to the priests to go heal the cat. They're very upset with you at this point. But uh, the group kind of splits off here. And so uh, the tailor is trying to get everybody on this eye patch. And <laughs> so a portrait. Yeah, so a portrait. So a portrait. Yeah, portrait. Yeah, portrait. Yes, yeah. this eye patch. On an eye patch. Under an eye patch. <laughs> big eye patch. It's a big eye patch. It's got it's big a eye patch, man. In the town, uh, there's another element we need to talk about is a wizard yep. that has a red staff and a green cloak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Yogala starts throwing his weight around, saying that he's a superior wizard, mm-hmm. and because of his fantastic might, he deserves to be taught some spells. <laughs> <laughs> Which really holds up, logically. Uh and the the Baron, once we kind of get done with the, the grain shenanigans, the group is is scattered a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we end up... Who... Yogala, who are you with when you... You're with Nicator? When? And you're with Therese. And me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because some things go down in this town. Because I was eavesdropping on the wizard with my raven. Right. Familiar, and right. heard that he's got people stashed somewhere, like in a basement or something, I thought. And they were experimenting on them and it was unclear if they were trying to find a way to stop the nightingales or were working for the nightingales this is where you find out that uh around this time anyways that lundegaard is destroyed we found out lundegaard was destroyed and that zz yes so this is a very important moment for yogala probably dead right zz is in lundegaard Mm -hmm. and uh so yogala feels compelled to go back and therese Starts a chain of events, transforms her familiar uh, into well, first, ZZ. First, I tried to steal a cat from the tailor, if I recall. We got cats. Didn't we? Didn't I you rolled, steal one? Yeah, first? I rolled a twenty, and we got cats. Yeah. We got cats, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then I don't remember why that didn't work. Because I was going to try to dirty one up and pass it off as ZZ, so that we wouldn't have to go back to Lundegard. You do eventually use your familiar, but then I do eventually make my familiar turn into a cat. And pretend to be ZZ. And I had a bad role, and so I thought it was ZZ. And, and he believed it. Yeah, yeah. There you are. Yeah. 
I claimed it like followed us this whole way or something. Uh, as we would find out, is pretty typical of tabletop escapades. What should have been a seemingly mundane event ends up becoming a life-changing <laughs> moment. Giant story. Yep. Uh, Yogala, you go into a library, mm-hmm. and you go looking into this, for another magic book. You, you're just looking for for spells. You're yeah. hungry for magical knowledge. He's yeah. a street wizard. Uh, Yogala, do you want to describe what happens here? Yeah. Oh, so boy. there was a there was an old guard locking up. Mm-hmm. Used to sleep on him. He fell to his the the floor mm-hmm. was sleeping. Uh, Move comes with me into the into the library. We find some books. I had I had a bad roll, so I wasn't re- it wasn't clear to me like which book to get, and so there was one up there, and I just said, "Move, get that book." <laughs> and Move was like, I, "I'm too small, I can't do it." <laughs> and then so I says, "Just climb up there and get it, Move." And Move says, "I shouldn't climb; it's gonna hurt me." And so I said, "Move, just get that, get me that book." And so Move climbed up the bookshelf, had a bad roll, uh, fell. Now. I knew that Yogala would be harmed if he tried to catch Moof. <laughs> so Yogala took a step aside and let Moof fall. He and all the books. Yogala took the book. Moof was too hurt to leave on his own accord. So Yogala left him. Yeah, this is an important point. Yeah. Yogala just left the injured. Left Moof. Let him fall and then abandoned him. Abandoned and yeah. uh, crept out of the library this with well- a new magic book. And this creates some animosity between yeah. Moof and Yogala that will resurface. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there because I was, I was either po- I was posing for the eye patch. I think <laughs> that's why I wasn't there because the I was always the one that stood up for Moof to Yogala. Yeah. So uh, Law goes to Moof and ends up taking Moof's side here, um, <laughs> and Moof, feeling emboldened by this, says that Yogala attacked him. Uh-huh. That 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 Yogala caused him harm. Yeah. Yeah, a rift has formed. A rift has formed. The party, um, and and to this, this is like the fourth time or something like that. Several times, Law then takes move to the priests, and they're upset. <laughs> yeah. They are. At they this do point. not want to heal this man because uh, he tried to heal the cat. Yes, and he did heal the cat. He the did, well, the, said, no, the cat died, and they brought it back to they life. They brought it back yeah. to life. Oh, God. Yeah, but then it was Rest. very strange. It was very yeah. It, it was like it a was, zombie cat. It was like not purple, natural. And right. the, the, Pet cemetery. The tailor was very. Uh, put off by this. So, <laughs> what a mess As you'd this expect. is. Uh, the, the priests don't let Law in. They yeah. don't let him come in. And this upsets Law. Yes. Law is a very <laughs> Because it's like, person. yo, you're a healing church here. Mm-hmm. We have a person in need of help. <laughs> Why are you not helping? It's very, very black and white. Right. It's like, you can help him. He is hurt. Help him. But they're like, he's they kobold. Yeah, so they were racist. So they're so, not into it. So here's what Law does. <laughs> Law takes Moof to the Baron. <laughs> and the Baron says that he was told by the priest that Law is threatening people. <laughs> and that Law lie. and Yogala need to be exiled from the city. <laughs> Moof, on the ground by the Baron's feet. And uh, you... A driving force for your character here, and this is very important, is after this kind of happens, you just want to reconcile with the Baron. You just want to yeah. talk to him. You just want to explain yourself. Yeah. That is a driving, driving, <laughs> driving force for you. A strangely, <laughs> strangely driving force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So La and Yogala uh, are, do get kicked out of the city walls, and you break back in with a spell that ends up being very important several times throughout the adventure mm-hmm. called Rope Trick. Yeah, <laughs> rope, rope Trick. Trick. <laughs> Can you describe Rope Trick for us? Rope Trick is an invisible room. A pocket dimension. A pocket dimension. 
Uh, you simply uh, extend your hand, and a rope uh, travels up from your hand and into the pocket dimension. And you can just climb up in that dimension, hang out in it for like an hour. You can see down through it. No one can see up through it. And no spells can travel through that invisible boundary. Pretty cool spell. Very cool. Throughout this chaos, and as you guys are sneaking back into the city, uh, you go back to the tailor's place, which is in disarray. Ben, I think we skipped something important. Okay. Our mission, something- our mission with the Baron, our first meeting with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. He said, yeah, you can do that thing, but uh, I need all these resources first. Right. He said, I need gunpowder, I think. Right. Yeah. He, yeah, basically, the, the super short version of that is he's like, I can't help you until you help me. Yeah. yeah because we need to get him weapons or something. And so it was clear what our quest was meant to be. If right, it were an RPG, right, right. it's like, oh, okay, right. I get the gunpowder for the, the Baron, our quest is. continues. But, but things do not go that way. Exactly, no, no. yeah. Nope. Um, the other thing that I want to say, they do think he's important, and I forgot earlier, uh, and this is why you guys, I need your help, uh, that this city is, is getting regularly raided by the Nightingales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're already under threat. So there are a lot of places yeah. uh, in this world where the Nightingales haven't attacked, but they, they keep doing small raids on the city and so that's why the baron's like look he's i stressed. can't I, yeah he's stressed mm-hmm. he, i yeah. can't do this right and he's trying to protect his people so that's going on what's going on with him um but back to this you go you go back to the taylor's place and uh the taylor's dead mm-hmm. kuo is dead uh stuffed into a closet i believe no kuo no is no. Missing. Oh, missing oh kuo is missing kuo is straight yeah, yeah. up missing we the don't taylor know is in the yes yeah, you're right the, Taylor the taylor's dead. in the closet and he has a note on him that says you shouldn't have trusted me, <laughs> Therese. Like, from Therese. Love, Therese. And this But wait, causes... didn't that happen? No, it's... it's no, not, it was just... Ter- it was... No, there was no love there, but I no, appreciate... No, 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 but that... Because when they were in the rope trick, they saw me do the thing. Yeah, it was... In the alley. Nikita and Therese. Right. Yeah. And you, Therese slit that dude's throat. Them. Okay, you're right. Then that happened... That after. happened before... So, the they're note. in the rope trick... And Nicator and I were trying to find that wizard? What were we doing? We were looking for Kuo, I think. Well, oh, we missing. Because we saw that Kuo was missing and from the, like, from the uh, Taylor's place. Because we, nice. like, we were trying to steal a cat. Yeah. And then Kuo suddenly gone from the outside. So then we go looking for Kuo back at the bar where we saw the evil wizard, or the whatever wizard. Uh, and then we were in the back, and there was a super drunk guy who uh, like just kind of like touched Therese, like, pushed her or, mm-hmm. like, grabbed her shoulders or something. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what the drunk man did that caused you he to He just touched out. me. Okay. Therese, Therese became upset and slit his throat. Um, <laughs> and they're, they're like... And they were, like, just in the directly sky. above it, in yeah. the sky, watching this, and we couldn't yeah. tell they were there. Yep. Uh, and my cat was with them, I think. My familiar. So then, I transform into looking at, like, a overweight, middle-aged fisherman... And then Nikator and I like kind of start just stealthing away from where we were mm-hmm. um, to the docks. Oh, hell to the docks, loose. all the hell docks. starts breaking loose. Yeah, and the uh, guards are looking for everybody because they spotted you guys or something. Law makes a choice. He decides to turn himself into the Baron. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and we have this 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 little section didn't last very long, but it's uh, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so the Baron throws you in a jail cell. And uh, he says... The Baron's men, mind you. The Baron's men. Yeah. The Baron is MIA. He has yet to see the Baron. He just keeps saying, I need to talk to to the Baron. The Baron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you do briefly see him, but it's... Yeah. Uh, Anyway, you make a blood oath with a fellow (laughs) jailmate in an adjacent cell. I forget his name. Yeah, a small halfling. Tyrell or something. Yeah. Tyrone, Tyrell. I think it is Tyrell or Tyrone. It's Tyrell. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, there's uh, just a. Uh, he's Shady. really curt to you at first. Yeah. He's uh, he's like mind your own business, but eventually over time you end up like a, actually a making blood like a real blood oath. Yeah. Best friend. Uh, <laughs> and you break your arm trying to bust down the door. <laughs> Do you remember that? I do. Very, very costly a move right there. Yeah. yeah. Very, very costly. There were a yeah. lot of costly things that left that didn't unfortunately work out. <laughs> I tried to bust out because I wanted to sneak up to the Baron's room. Yeah. To, to talk, talk to, the to Baron. him. It's all you wanted was to talk to him. Yeah. What did you say when the guards found you? I forgot you said. I forget. You're like, I kick in my sleep or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I kick yeah. in my I sleep. I punch in my sleep. Because yeah. he said he never lies earlier yeah. in the episode, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the three sleep. of you that aren't in a jail cell do eventually Maybe end night, up yeah. freeing Law and getting out of there. Oh, God. Um, various bush hiding. I think actually he broke himself out of the cell. But yeah. Yeah. But then he was. But back he doesn't. In. He doesn't get free. Nor does he yeah. get what he wants. He doesn't yeah. get to talk to the Baron. He broke out of the cell and then was put back in it. And right. And we finally went yes. in and got him out. That's exactly. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Uh, it was like a whole three episode ordeal. As mm-hmm. are most things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Law gets a trial. They decide to put this this guy that's causing chaos, bringing fear into the town, and that's something important. Uh, Law Law is wanting to do good, and he's following his instincts, but it is freaking everyone out. And because you guys came in and the murder of the the Taylor happened, and your association with Kuo, you are very distrusted. Uh, and the guy the behind the bar, like yeah, yeah, trail so, of bodies, trail of bodies. But it's not just that. Law gets a trial, uh, and Yogala, Therese, uh, you're disguised as a fisherman named Frank. Right. By the way, oh, and I forgot there. I did not actually kill the tailor, in case that wasn't clear. No. And there was a really good moment that I really liked because Therese is never quite sure of anything mentally. Uh, there was a really nice moment when I asked Nicator if I did it, and you said no. I was with you the whole time, mm-hmm. and I believed you. So that was really nice. But anyway, sorry. This deserves special mention. Uh, the night before the trial, uh, you, uh, Yogala ends up finding, and I think you're there too, Therese, uh, like this hidden alleyway where cat races happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. I was getting yep. drunk in the pub. Yeah. yeah. Ben, it was funny. It was like the jur- the trial was the next day, and you said, are you sure there's nothing else you want to do? Right. Yeah, and I was like, language. Yeah, yeah. language. So we're like, yeah. okay, we'll do some cat races. Yeah, we so we're trying to find we some found cat, a cat race. Yeah. <laughs> and then my familiar was still pretending to be ZZ. Yeah. Yes. And we won. And did really well. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of a fun aside that, yeah. that I wanted to fun. mention really quick. Side quest. Um, Side quest. During the trial, you see the green wizard, the one that you truly did insult at the bar. That is a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you, you said some choice words and were very boastful. Um, so this green wizard has manufactured evidence that Law is a Nightingale spy. But here's the thing. That's that's fine, but what's really important is Moof uh, testifies against Law. Yeah, it wasn't right. That ain't right. Uh, it seemed as though he might be being coerced, though. Mm-hmm. That is that is absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, so the green, the green wizard who uh, is in... The, who has Moof in his thrall is causing that to happen. But Yogala, who already did not like Moof at mm-hmm. this point, likes yeah. him way less now. And it, was, it causes it the group to not... It was a really cool scene. It was one of those classic, like, we're hiding in the crowd watching this thing Braveheart. happen scene. Yeah. Like Braveheart, like Harry Potter, like watching yeah. Snape, like do his, like mumbling something. And you're like, that guy's up to something, you know? Yeah. It was a really cool crowd scene. Um, Probably the last time Lost saw Moof. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So well, then we, th- th- we, we're getting into what I would consider maybe the, the most climactic moment in Tables of Escapade so far. Uh, in the middle of the trial, the Nightingale <laughs> Army attacks. Yeah. Um, and so at this point, the, the whole militia doesn't really care about prosecuting this, this dwarf monk from China. They care about defending their city. Um, but only law decides to join them in the battle. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. The, so the, <laughs> to help out. Yeah, to help yeah. form on me. Yeah, yeah form yeah. on me. With a broken yeah, because the yep. three of us got Law out. Well, like yeah. we three during times the, during the chaos, we take Law off the stage, bust him out. We're clear. We're free and clear. We sneak past guards. Yep. Get him out. He's free and clear, ready to go out of the town. All we have to do is leave. I've even chartered a boat mm-hmm. to get us out of town. And follow the wizard that left. Yes. We have a whole direction. Law just has to follow us. And, and then doesn't. Law says, no, I'm going and I'm going to fight. And yep. then we're all just like, all right, see you never. Like, yep. Yep. Right? But, I yeah. mean, again, Law's trying to that do was hard what he thinks care. is right. Yeah, because yeah, they had formed a bond. We should have made the choice to leave him, though. No, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did. Yeah. We, we collectively busted, made a choice to leave We busted him out three times. We busted him out three times. He just kept going, I need to see the Baron. Didn't, didn't, wasn't, this is important, because it wasn't there a time where you guys, like, pretty much had him free, and he saw the Baron, and, like, yeah. went to the Baron? Oh, yeah, there's like, a whole, yeah. like, that's, yeah. there, was a, there was an alley. I had, like, done a whole bunch of, no, yeah, we were doing, I was doing a fake Baron with this, uh, silent image spell that oh, I, I did do the voice. Well. He did the voice of the Baron, made all the guards go away, but then the real Baron showed up, and Law just went over to him. Um, so during, and then they arrested me. And then they arrested you yeah. again. During again? the Battle of Heathensburg, I just really quickly... I'm, it's a big moment. We do have to kind of yeah. get moving, unfortunately. Uh, the There are giant trolls that you find out the um, Nightingales are using, and you try to shoot... Uh, a catapult, these giant flaming balls at the trolls, doesn't go very well. He somehow convinced an entire team of catapult yep. men to follow his orders. So there were there were orcs. There were a whole like slew of orcs charging at you. You actually form a wall with the militiamen. Shield wall. Yep. Yeah. Form on me. Classic Viking maneuver. Classic maneuver. Yep. At the beginning of the battle, this is actually the only time this has happened in the story of Tabletop Escapades, you actually see um, the warlocks, a tool of the warlocks, from the Nightingale Army, head of the order, kind of come in and uh, they're casting magic and and causing a ruckus. Um, but the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just the I figured you know the whole point of the mission was to stop the Nightingales. That's true. So uh, and to help this village as well on the Baron. Yep. So I figured it made sense for no. Law to. Kyle's not buying that. Yeah. That, was, that was not the mission. I figured it made sense. Yeah, to... our mission was just deliver information, find weapons for the Baron. I, I mean, this is this is accurate to the story. Different, yeah, you know. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, for that's, me, uh, I, yeah, for me, I wanted to protect the innocence of the village and absolutely. city. And uh, you thought that city was impure. Yeah, you the, thought that city no, was impure. The, you hated that city. It reeked of sketch. It did, it did <laughs> because it was being controlled by said nightingales who. It wasn't being controlled. You hated by the church. The the, the that whole <laughs> church. There was like some sketchy people in the church. No, they're just racist. I mean, they're racist, but they weren't. At all involved with the Nightingales, to our knowledge. Weren't they there? were jerks. <laughs> no. They there was something. They were just assholes. The racist assholes. And we assholes. saw the dude, like the wizard guy, he was there. 
That's the true. wizard guy so. is sketch, yes. Yeah, yeah. But he's not yeah. from... We he, he, left him later. he left. Yeah, yeah. the green <laughs> wizard did leave. The real mission yeah. was... We went after yeah. him. Yeah, they, the they did. We went after him. They went after yeah. the green wizard We were thinking big picture. He's boat. thinking, let's fight this battle. Big anyway. Picture, big picture would have been rallying, saving the city. <laughs> they ally with us to further our agenda. I remember Ben describing the battle, and it was... Clearly hopeless. Yeah, clearly No, but but you know what? I was a move or two away from winning the battle. It was <laughs> if we had three other Most heroes. Most of the army was hey, not dead. If we had three other heroes, we would have won. Dungeons and Dragons is all Guarantee about player choice. The, I don't think no, you can yeah, argue that. I mean, Hubert, the odds were stacked against you. They were. Um, but you you didn't give up. You didn't turn. You didn't try to retreat. You did nothing. You you fought until the very end. Um, the the cannonballs didn't exactly go your way. Not cannonballs, but the catapult launches didn't exactly go your way. So you did one last. Ditch effort. What was this? Tried to launch myself onto a troll. Mm-hmm. From the catapult. Miss, yeah, miscalculation and splattered into the wall. No, you, you go were, over you the wall. Yeah. Through a giant You're over the wall. Yeah. And you, you splat on the ground. <laughs> under the rocks outside and the that was city. <laughs> and, uh, and unfortunately, that was the very last we ever saw of your character. First and only death. First death. A bloody mess. A lot, Huber, how did that moment make you feel? I was bummed. It's very sad. Are you bummed right now? I'm bummed right now thinking about it. Okay. Because I really wanted the conversation with the Baron after that. (laughs) (laughs) No, and not even trolling. Like, I wanted to prove myself to the Baron that I was good, that I wanted to save Mm -hmm. the city, that I wanted to stop the Nightingales and, like, ally with him to go on. You know, I thought he was going to be like the sickest ally ever, the Baron. Yeah. Full 180 turnaround. <laughs> like, oh man, you stood, you saved, you you stayed here and you fought with us. Like, we're now brothers, but he's probably dead too. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the group uh, is going, is chasing again, as I said, the Green Wizard and um, Moof on a ship. You're in your own ship and you meet a, a, a group of sailors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually end up kind of impressing these sailors. The cater is especially successful. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> they uh, they kind of like you. Yeah. You, you kind of become part of the group. Yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is the ship of sailors that we met while we were pretending to be fishermen yeah. out on the side of Heavensburg. And yeah, we chartered them to follow. I did we're believe you did some them. arm wrestling, didn't you? No, yeah. we. Fought. Oh, okay. You did like a yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fist fight. Yeah, yeah. And I beat him back down. Backroom brawl. Right. <laughs> but right, we were right. paying them to follow the wizard. Yes. With yeah. our uh, cat race winnings. With our cat, yeah. cat race winnings. winnings. Yeah. Uh, and gold would be a primary concern. Ongoing. I mean, it was always that. But now you actually had some real substantial go. No, we had a taste. Nikita yeah. And, and that would only that would only grow for Nikita and Yugalo over yeah. time. Uh, anyway, there was a, a new character that was a stowaway on this ship. Mm-hmm. Named Pomper. Pomper. Uh, and Pomper is the first that we've seen of the Dragonborn. And Dragonborn are universally reviled because they're created um, when the when the Red Dragons enslaved other races. Uh, they made children with these other races, and that became the Dragonborn. And the Dragonborn is a representation of that very evil time. And they're just they're just seen as unnatural. Um, and so that's something that Pomper has had to deal with ever since. <laughs> Hiding away in the forest. I mean Palmer. you no harm. Yep. I just want to eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's how he was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Therese, I think, getting tired of having her familiar be a cat oh, yeah. that is not around anymore. I got 
I was annoyed with Yogala and tired of having my familiar be in cat form instead of raven form, which I think we both prefer. I used silent image uh, to produce a, a bobbing corpse of ZZ <laughs> in the waves. Yeah. And then and Yogala's got magic hands. Yogala's got magic hands. So he tried to reach out. <laughs> but every time he would try to pick up the cat, I would have it bob under the waves. And then I made it look like it sunk away. Uh, and so then my familiar became a bird again. Because I wanted to eavesdrop on stuff, and yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's important to say here that Pomper was really trying not to be found because he knew what would happen. But, but Pomper, you do get discovered, mm-hmm. and the sailors want to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this causes a fight. And yeah. Decatur tries to back Pomper up. Yeah. Because yeah. he reminds him of Chuck, <laughs> his long-lost dragonborn friend. Chuck. Right. And this for the second time, Yogala... Stirs the pot with magic missile. Yeah. Shooting Pomper yeah. into the ocean. <laughs> no, I, I jumped off. He jumped no, off. No, he shot him in no, the face. You got, no, you got, he got shot. And he said, I knew yeah. I couldn't trust you. He shot <laughs> Yeah, you, got, he, you did he get shot. He shot a magic missile into Pomper's face, and then yeah. Pomper jumped said, off Screw the yes. boat and jumped so off the, the boat. <laughs> into the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Sure death. Everyone dies except for two sailors. You remember the two sailors that you keep alive? Like, they're still steering the ship? The gold boys? Wait, I want to... Well, we yes. skipped ahead. Yeah, we did. Rewind. But hold yeah. on. There are a bunch that jump over as well. Because uh, they're afraid of me, I think? Because I turn, aw- turn from being a, a fisherman into myself. They think I'm a witch. So, like, we overthrow the ship, and then I'm trying to convince all the sailors not to be afraid by speaking directly into their minds, mm-hmm. and then most of them jump overboard. Yep. yep. Uh, I'll refa- rewind real quick. Sure. Because this is a really important part for Nicator. The entire adventure, he's trying not to fight with people, really. Tries to talk his way out of things. This is the time Nicator and, like, you all straight up fight people. We mm-hmm. murder I think multiple people. Yeah, on that you boat. do. I cut off that captain's head oh, yeah, and I cool. throw it overboard, and mm-hmm. Pomper sees it going overboard and gets scared. <laughs> Trying to climb up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but Pomper, you formed some friends here and you yeah. uh, you you cast some spells. You ended water up. Water walk. Water walk. That's exactly they right. They don't trust me at first. You save half of them. They, mm-hmm. they decide to water walk, half of them decide, and then mm-hmm. the other half just drown. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get into a crazy thick mist. Yes, but before there's a, there's an important thing that happens with you here, Therese, is uh, uh, you guys kind of you specifically explore um, oh god the cabin oh of the, captain. the captain's the quarters. captain's hat yeah oh and, and there's a strange bad smell yes where that's exactly what I'm getting to so you find a golden statue uh, of a bird and mm. it turns out that this statue is cursed yeah whoops and as soon you have as I to touch it you have to kill somebody. Every three days. So you have to kill one person. One human. One human within that three-day time period. Was that some uh, just uh, DM RNG right there? Or no. was that premeditated? No. Unfortunately, uh, and I think this was true to Teresa's character, That that is actually, so another insight for the players here, that was connected to the magic of the red dragons. Yeah, we knew that. Did you? I did. Anyway. Okay, well, I think one of the, the old guys admitted fun. to it. Later What's on, it? later on, we, we okay. discovered that. Yeah. That was just kind of, that. that was meant to illustrate perhaps how the Red Dragons were so easily, or e- able to easily enslave the other mm-hmm. races right. during this time. Cool. Trickery. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if it was real or not, but yeah. I, like, you know, freaking out. Um, and then we go below deck. Yes. And I discover the body of Kuo yeah. under Kuo the captain's dead. quarters, and then I try to tell 
Yogala and Nicator and they won't listen to me. No, no. I mean, we see it. I think later. Yeah. Then later we just on, don't, we it. just don't care. There's though. not. Yeah, I yeah. don't think anyone cares. But but Huber care cared. Huber had a relationship with Kuo. Law was, did. Law did. Law. And yeah. but. Yeah. Pomper. Yeah. Pomper, Pomper did not because Pomper yeah. didn't know. Pomper him. inexplicably yeah. has some relationships right. with other people. He was just a poor <laughs> fish man, you know. But yeah, and he's dead. The but, sailors. But then we hit the fog, right? You do. Yes. Wake up on the island from Lost. Yes. It well, no. It was just an island. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen an episode of Lost. Um, you find yourself on an island, so there's this, there's this mist, and it's basically uh, indicating that that you are in a bad place, um, and. You kind of, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Pomper, you wake up, and you're with Moof, uh, and you're tied up with him, and you're, the Green Wizard is there, uh, and there are these, <clears throat> do you remember these these guys, these enemies? Yeah, they're the Resident the, Evil 4 enemies. What's that? The Resident Evil 4 enemies. Right, they're so like they're these, white, they're choppy. sort of these tar monsters that, mm-hmm. that have white paint on them. Uh, and they're actually created from the black goo that you encountered earlier. Sketch goo. Mm-hmm. But you you have an incredibly heroic moment here, Pomper, because uh, the Green Wizard tells the both of you, you and Moof, that if the experiments don't work, uh, that they're going to kill you. But you're able to escape, and you're able to take the Green Wizard down, and you snag his staff. With a co-op move with move. Yep. Mm-hmm. Little yep. suplex, followed up by a knife stab, right in the chest. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, and you return to the beach, and the sailors aren't there that you that you had so valiantly saved before. Instead, there was a mysterious man in a brown cloak, and he's uh, moving around seashells with his staff. And he's uh, nice. Yes. And then the three, the rest of the party, uh, mm-hmm. we, there's a lot of times split up here. Uh, you also are on the same island. and uh, Different part of the beach. Yeah, different. You're not, you're not, yeah. We don't you're know where Popper is. We don't know anything about him. Yeah, you're in a different location. Uh, but you, the, the two sailors that are alive, you recruit them to be your gold boys. Yep. <laughs> and cares, you, find, you actually find a lot of gold in the captain's quarters, mm-hmm. and you really expand your stash here. Mm-hmm. Legendary gold boys. Gold yeah. boy mm-hmm. one and gold boy two. Yep. As they yeah, name that's them. That's right. You send, you, you treat them like slaves. Yep. You send mm-hmm. one of the gold boys into the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you he remember does. That? Yes, he does. He, he, comes, he never comes back. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, he wait. comes back, and he tells you to follow him. You don't. No. <laughs> so Gold Boy goes back into the forest and dies. <laughs> he was saying something about witch doctors. Yeah. yeah. So Gold Boy Two now became Gold Boy One. He was upgraded. Yeah. 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 Um, you you also run into a man in a brown cloak, uh, different personality than the brown cloak man yeah, that uh, that Popper comes yeah, into. So kind of the a one, yeah. So the one that uh, Popper runs into is kind of a nice old man. Seems to care about Pomperina's situation. The with a big old green dragon foot because I wanted old, to stomp my feet. Yes, can you can you describe that for our audience real quick? What the thing is with Pomper? With uh, Pomper, a sign of uh, respect and friendship is they uh, to stomp one another's foot. It's his version of a handshake. Yeah, because I can trust you. Yes, yeah. yeah, I can trust you to stomp it. Yeah, do you trust me to stomp <laughs> yours? That's the question. 
Do you? <laughs> um, so you guys run into this mysterious man, um, and he's a little eviler, and uh, he gives Yogala a scroll. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And it's—it's. It's, I really like this moment, and uh, basically, the Cliff Notes version of it is that if Yogala reads this scroll. When the moon is full at midnight, <laughs> oh God! Yogala will gain the power of the red dragons. So it strange. hasn't been explicitly said what that is, yeah. but you, there have been some predictions made. Um, Who knows he has the scroll? All of us. All three of us. Okay, so you guys know. Okay. <laughs> uh, terrifies me. I think he also admitted to the curse at that point too. Yeah. Yeah, he told. Yeah, at some point I find out that the curse was for the also final boss. Of the the remaining the remaining <laughs> gold boy gets his uh, leg broken here, which is really oh, sad. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he attacked. can't carry the gold yep. anymore. That you guys get attacked by these witch doctor tar mm. monsters. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys retreat back to the boat. You leave gold boy on the, the sand. well. You, my understanding of it, and correct me if I'm wrong. You basically think that. Gold Boy is going to bite the dust because he can't retreat away from these yeah. witch doctors, and mm-hmm. you end up uh, killing the wounded Gold I, Boy. That was after. Oh, after we after we dealt with the the thing, mm-hmm. my supply of humans was dwindling. Yeah, I was like, I didn't like them keeping Gold Boys around, but I wanted them to keep a Gold Boy around just so I could have someone to murder in three days because to put curse. blood on that stupid statue. Because mm-hmm. uh, Therese is, you know, a little. Uh, and uh, so I, I slid his throat and shoved the statue down his throat oh, to yeah. get blood on it. This whole time, Nikator and uh, Yogala are pretty sure that Therese likes this man. <laughs> yeah, which is very not true so. at right, all. The romance between Therese very much so. The, yeah. So we're Yogala trying to Nikator help. are convinced that Therese is in love with Gold Boy One, <laughs> when really I was just trying to keep him around so I could murder him. <laughs> and we Some, still, you know, your classic love story. We still think that too. Yeah, we thought yeah. it was hard for. her. Uh, just a quick random note. It, I, it just popped in my head now. So, uh, the, re- the resistance group that you guys were originally sent on this mission for, the name is the Gilded Dawn. Yes. Right? Yeah. V- Viren is the leader, yes. Um, so, kind of, we kind of are slowly working our way to the next big arc, and this big arc starts with a ziggurat that you find. And kind of the way that you're introduced to the ziggurat is that you hear, you hear a roar. Do you remember that? Yeah. And this ziggurat has a bunch of etchings on it of all sorts of different creatures. And it's got a stairway leading up. And every time you step on one of these stairs, it turns white. You all eventually end up going into the ziggurat. Uh, The whole group meets up, and Yugala almost kills Pomper and Moof. So you kind of finally reunite. Mm-hmm. And there's some tensions there, and there are three doors. Wait, your girl almost killed me again. Yeah, yeah, because it was kind of an onset. Just ready some magic missiles. When we oh, finally, right, when right, we finally okay, met right. back, it wasn't. Up, it wasn't like, like, like you were like a oh, right. defensive move. There was yeah. going to be okay. some. Fighting. It was like okay. it was like the meeting, and then you know some some tension Got immediately. I think we whacked each other's bums, me and Moof, and then we we're good. Yeah, I yeah. Think we stomped each other's feet. Yep, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. Whacked each other's butts. Is that going to be a new thing? You hit each, it was they with the hit each other with the cane. I have a short staff. Oh, right. So, like, I thought you were making a new RP the, thing. Yeah, no. Um, there are three doors inside mm. the ziggurat. 
Uh, and what I like, just a little quick aside, is <laughs> Yogal actually ends up looking in one of them. <laughs> it's it's white, red, and green. Uh, Yogal ends up looking at one of them, and there are three. It was the red one. It was the red one, yep. Yeah. There are three maidens in white that are bleeding. <laughs> Just goes, nope. <laughs> Walks back <Yeah>. out. <laughs> um, and you all eventually end up going through the green mm-hmm. door. And inside that door, there is a maze of mirrors. So uh, basically, mirrors. Uh, tall vertical mirrors just kind of creating bears all the way down but it doesn't look like there's a ceiling or a floor but there's an invisible ceiling and floor that you guys can walk on but your weapons or any other item that you drop will fall through into the abyss yeah yeah yep and you ended up losing something very important there Nikator. what was that the nightingale sword i stole off the corpse of one of them in the tomb way back in with law i gave it to pomper Mm -hmm. to hold because we were trying to teach him how to fight, me and Yogala. Yeah, trying to teach Moof how to fight. Yeah, Moof how to fight, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he dropped it. Yep. I was very upset. Freaking Moof. Uh, Pomper, you make a bold decision here. <laughs> and that decision is to go into one of the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Not what? walk down a hallway, but go through one of the mirrors. Yes, what happens when you do this? Uh, I find the sailors. Mm-hmm. And they're freaking out. They are freaking out. You have a plan for them. What is that plan? The plan was to all go through a certain mirror. Separate mirrors. You go through separate mirrors. All go through separate mirrors at the same time. Yep. (laughs) But you didn't go through a mirror. They went through mirrors. Yeah. And when they go through the mirrors, they all start multiplying. Yes. And there are tons and tons and tons of sailors. Yes. (laughs) Who aren't necessarily duplicates. No. Some are just new sailors. Some were just new sailors. Yeah. And what's interesting is... Unfortunately, those sailors so kind of get abandoned because you go through another mirror and you wake. Um, and again, I'm shortening what happens here. It's there's an image of law and stuff like that. But what what ends up happening is you end up finding a green dragon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a moment that hasn't quite paid off yet in tabletop no. escapades. So I'm looking no. forward to seeing where it goes. You are talking to the green dragon, and uh, he's he kind of explains that. There are reasons that the green dragons cannot directly intervene, and he is going to... He needs you to make a choice. He says, will you sacrifice the remaining members of the green dragon race in order to be infused with a power (laughs) that you don't yet understand (laughs) that could end the nightingales and potentially the red dragon threat? And you... Force him to make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> you choose. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you get, who am I? You get, <laughs> why did you yell who am I again? Yeah. It just showed up, a giant green dragon, and he yeah. says who am I? <laughs> he just goes who am I? And we were all like, what? It's one of my favorite moments. Dra- dragon origins. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> what the hell? Um, so the, the dragon... Gave me the power. You also stomp in each other's feet, I think. Yeah, yeah I take a little damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and this gives you an ability that... Mani- so you end up rejoining your friends in the mirror maze again. And this gives you an ability that, again, has not fully paid off yet, but it's an idea that we've introduced that I think is important to talk about. Um, you, s- you see different timelines. You see your same group in different periods... <laughs> Like, the actions that they do right. are being mirrored in your timeline, but 
there's there's potentially the in a way to summarize it that is simple the red dragon threat and the nightingales and their magic might be influencing multiple timelines at yeah. once and didn't i see that with my different you went familiars? with the familiar because your familiar was functioning differently yeah. in the mirror maze because you can mm-hmm. see through the eyes of I your can familiar see through the eyes of my familiar and when you did that uh, you saw a different scene. I saw a different timeline where everything was like scorched and we all looked really scorched. weird and messed up. Um, you eventually get to the end of the mirror maze and the brown robed red dragon figure uh, presents to you uh, three basins, three small basins of black goo uh, and tells you to look in them. And what you guys end up seeing... you also. One of you actually sees something differently than this, but the, the point I want to get across here is you see actually the opposite of what you've been told. You see the green yeah, dragons yeah, being the mm-hmm. ones that are murderous. And he says, drink from the basin to, to gain our power and end this. And you actually end up not doing that. Um... What did the other person see? The different? There's Pomper, yeah. The, the, it was Pomper, and Pomper, you, you saw the truth. Yeah. So you oh, saw okay. the red dragons yeah. uh, as the ones that caused the chaos. Um, you, <laughs> you end up following a breeze that uh, kind of gets you out of this strange dimension. And you end up in where we kind of are now in the story... You wake up and there's a fisherman there. And it's really nice outside, and this this fisherman is is mining. And we're in a place that we don't know where we are. Right. We're just on some countryside. Um, and kind of a mechanical resolution to this, Therese, you uh, level up enough that you're able to remove the curse. I, I get remove curse, and I yep. get rid of my statue murder me curse, and then I bury it. Yeah, this is important. You bury it. So who knows what could happen with that yeah. gold oh. statue? It's not uh, gone. But. I want to talk about this interaction with this fisherman. So this fisherman is minding his own business. <laughs> and you guys kind of stir up the shit with him. What happens? Things escalate. Uh, it's me and Pomper, I think, at first. Mm. And he... What is this guy saying to us again? He's like... He's super polite, kind of. He's like, leave me alone. Magic yeah. is evil. But I yeah. threatened him, mm-hmm. like, five yeah. times. Yeah. Or something like that. I forgot what you were saying to him. I said, please don't leave. It's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, because I didn't want him to tell people about us or something like that. Yeah. Right. And you learn about this village. Yeah. Um, and this village is living in fear of the nightingales. Um, and they're sort of being ruled over by this group of priests who call themselves the purifiers. Mm-hmm. And the purifiers tell them that anything related to magic is sort of this ultimate evil that is related to the nightingales. And uh, we have an interesting player moment here where they could have avoided this entire storyline. But they decide to go into the village. Mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah, because, okay, at this point in the story, me and Nikita and Yugal are kind of like buddy-buddy now in the treasure game. Yeah. And we're like, oh, there's going to be treasure in that place kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. So me and Yugal are like in on it big time. I think I mm-hmm. sent my raven. Yeah. yeah, you did. And basically confirmed that there wasn't any treasure, except there was one door I couldn't see behind that seemed <laughs> mystical. And they were convinced yeah. that there was treasure convinced. behind that door. Yeah. They were like, there's gotta be treasure back there. And I'm like, this village looks like garbage. Let's just not go. And they're like, we're going. And we go. Um, and you, Yogala, you end up being uh, very helpful to getting to this point because you use invisibility 
To Only on them. myself. I, Only on himself. I put invisibility on Nicator. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a thing Yogala does is like he could easily put it on someone else, but he says it only works on me. <laughs> Which is a lie. Which is a lie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out I could have made more than one of us invisible. But we didn't know. But we didn't know. And mm-hmm. then I made Nicator invisible and my bird flew with them. Mm-hmm. As they And I was like warged out, so I was passed out through looking through the eyes of my bird as they went to I was looking to, out for you. And Pomper was watching my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you go into the village and you see that they're, they're sort of conducting a religious ceremony where the, the a purifier priest is uh, kind of... Uh, chanting something over the the congregation that's in front of him and this is the perfect time there's nobody in the church the small mm-hmm. church you get in there you eventually do make your way to the basement mm-hmm. but pomper sees people uh sketch looking individuals going into the location that the pure- Yo- yogala and nicator are in yes but who are those sketchy people Purifiers are Pur- going down yes, into the basement. Yeah. And so Pomper thinks he needs to do something yeah. to save Because I don't want comments. them to get caught off guard. Right, so what do you do? So I make a loud bang in the northernmost corner yeah. away from us. And that, what, that freaks everyone out. What do they think? What does the entire village think this loud boom is? The Nightingales. The Nightingales attacking. Yes. And they go. They go. Not they, my intention at just, all. They're just. They're totally, just. I didn't know how loud this bang was. Right. Just I totally thought it was going to be just like a little pop. Nope. Right. Where everyone's like, "Oh, what's that over there? Oh, yeah. go check that out." Not like, "Holy oh, crap. God!" <gasps> yeah, 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 the entire village. They're an oppressed people, afraid <laughs> of all magics. Um. And this this creates a scene, and uh, Nikator and Yogala, you end up having to fight. <laughs> A couple of purifiers. Yeah. yeah. There's some electric whip action going on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how does that situation resolve itself? Uh, trick room. Didn't I stab that fat man? You did oh, stab yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in the trick room, room first. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pretty back and forth it's battle. It's like three episodes. Yeah. 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 It's a long time. Um... Yeah, because I go, gotcha, you fat bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My all-time favorite. So... <laughs> Unfortunately, because of because of the chaos and the panic, there was some the lore going on with the purifiers and how they sort of uh, brainwash these people that didn't get fully fleshed out. Because they drag out a dragonborn youngling, oh. and they decide that even though the purifiers know that this isn't the nightingales, they have to kind of play into what they've already established right. and uh, what they've told the people again to kind of make the people hateful. Uh, they've told the people that Dragonborn are sort of the embodiment of magic, and they've held this, they've imprisoned this young Dragonborn um, in case a situation arised where they needed to appease the Nightingales. So they decide to sacrifice the young Dragonborn. They bring him out, and you guys aren't able to save the kid. The villagers keep trying to cut his head off. <laughs> yep. We stop one of them, and then another one picks up the axe. Eventually, they do cut its head off. And then it, like, it works. Yeah. It it does something that the purifiers did not intend. So this... After they cut off the head... I, I believe I'm remembering this correctly. After they cut off the head of the young dragonborn, there's a circle of blood 
that yeah. forms around a small group. So the executioner, a couple of people holding him down, a purifier, um, and a and a portal made from blood opens, and nightingales step out. And these nightingales are a little bit different than the ones that you've caught. They they have a little bit more power than the foot soldiers that you encounter in the mm-hmm. forest. Vegeta and Nappa. Sure, Vegeta and Nappa. Yeah, yeah I mean, one of them is talking a lot like yeah. Vegeta, and yeah. the other one is more of a Nappa character that, that, that doesn't say anything. Yeah, one of them's like they're like scientists or something, and one of them's like we don't have time for this. He's like really annoyed. Yep. And uh, in a display of power, or maybe annoyance, or maybe just wanting to be entertained, uh, the nightingale puts his finger over his throat and ends up killing all of the villagers that aren't in the circle. Really crazy move. Yes. In an instant. Instant. Yeah. Really yeah. crazy. <clears throat> Sets Pomper off. Right. On edge. Unhinged. Pomper, Pomper, I have a question for you and your character. Does your, does your character feel some sort of responsibility for what transpired? Yes. We came upon this village and now many, many people are dead. A dragonborn just got its head cut off. Right. Feeling very emotional. You're supposed to like close the Nazgoth portal too. Yeah, so you I see think it might be the Nazgoth portal. So I think it's like another realm. Freaking. And out. you want to push one of the nightingales into the portal. Yeah, yeah. Um, the nightingales kind of have this display of force, and the purifiers, two of the two of the purifier priests being dead by mm-hmm. Ogala Indicator's hand, um, decide right. to unleash their pet on you guys. And this is actually where we are right now. They release uh, a mind flayer dressed in nightingale garb that you guys are still battling. Cthulhu monster. Cthulhu monster mm-hmm. and sucking out your brain, Pomper. Are we still fighting him? Yeah. I am. Yeah. I have like five oh. health. Oh, meanwhile, wow. me and Yogal are gone. Yeah, we so booked it. Can I, yeah, can I get in your heads here a little bit? You kind of see the situation go down. You've had a couple of successful battles and you decide to book it. Why is that? I have no weapon now because of that right? fight with the mm-hmm. two priests. Mm-hmm. It got like absorbed or dragged into like the ooze or whatever the fat man was becoming. Unarmed. Yeah. So Nukator's just like, I don't got any way to help. I'm out of here. Let's get out of here. Run. So he books it. And I think you do the same thing, but you get seen, don't I f- you? No, I fell. A- yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had like a quick dash. Yeah, Some that's sort right. of cool spell. Right. So he was running really fast. I had the double yeah, dash. Yeah. You and the I'm invisible dash. in town. I made Pomper invisible. He's carrying Moof on his shoulders. And I said, let's get out of here. But then Pomper decides to run toward the Nightingale. But then a Mind Flare comes out. And then I yeah. see the Mind Flare. And it looks a lot like the weird, like creature my oh, patron yeah. like my fiendish patron otherworldly like ancient one patron that's like maybe i've seen visions of um so i'm like kind of going crazy right now like going nuts but silver lining seeing this thing is like a confirmation that these things are real and so i'm terrified but also maybe i didn't murder my entire family so that's cool um and you yeah. pee your pants right i peed my pants yeah. And I'm freaking out, and I think I haven't. I don't know if we just if I fought or fought at all, or if I'm just kind of coming back to my wits. Yeah, it, it was a, it was kind of a shocking moment. For yeah, me. I'm freaking out. Um, that is a quick and dirty patch note summary mm-hmm. of tabletop escapades. You guys have been through a lot. Yeah, it's pretty also, crazy. Yeah. We're getting up there in a number of episodes. Um, if as always with tabletop escapades, the details are a little bit fuzzy, and you know, I I want to. My goal for 2017 is to to take better notes, to to have to make sure inconsistencies happen less. So if there's anything we forgot or anything you would like clarification on, I read all of the comments. Please go through there, say your piece. I will always take it into consideration. Um, 
one benefit of doing this that I'm, I'm really excited about is, is talking about it. It's like, oh man, like I'm so stoked to play D&D Oh my again. god, yeah. Well, we start with the last episode because uh, I'm like mid-battle with this thing. Yeah. We've gone back a couple turns. Right, you're, you're, you're in danger. The other two Nightingales left through the portal. It's yep. just the Mind Flare. Tried bashing him into the portal, but it was like hitting a brick wall. Yep. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Those guys ran into the woods, and I'm losing my mind. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might have two character deaths pretty soon. Yeah. Spot. Anyway, jump in. Jump in. Where can people send fan art? Once again, people can send fan art to askeasyallies at gmail.com. I will not put up nude representations of characters, but I think that's canon. That's canon. That is canon. (laughs) I mean, there's one. I just don't want to get our video taken down. We'll do Uh, an after dark special. We'll do it. Sure. We'll do an after. (laughs) We'll have a fanner episode and then an after dark special. Patrons only. only Patrons only. only. (laughs) Askeasyallies at Uh, (laughs) gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed the summary. I hope it was somewhat easy to follow. Should people send past artworks to this? Yes. Yes. That's something I tried to say in the beginning, but I'll, I'll read right here anything you've created that you want to be included please send it if you want something new of one of the characters or whatever please send it anything goes uh except you know save it save your good stuff for the after dark special all right everybody until next time